This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you. PJ looking great in the studio. Coming up at 920, Andrew McGinnis of Wager Talk will join us to discuss some NHL. The guys on our Twitch chat will be happy, PJ. They talk a lot of trash that we do not do enough hockey on this show. So Stay tuned for that, fellas. And at 1020, Matt Joseph, a.k.a. Mid-Major Matt, will give us his favorite college basketball plays. But first, PJ, the Sparty narrative. It Sparty. Home. We were on it. What a game. It was a bit sweaty. I was like, gosh, we need this because we'll get to it in a bit. I'm out on those overtime plays. But let's talk about something positive. Michigan State, their first home win since the tragic campus shooting. We had a feeling it might go that way. I'm sorry, Gurch. But, you know, Michigan State shot 10 of 21 from three-point range, 18 of 19 at the free throw line. It's tough to beat a team that gets hot like that. Yeah, they, they were they were great in the second half, Aaron. They couldn't miss any shots. They were killing them from three. They got off to a rough start. I actually doubled down. I don't know if you did too. I'm like, I'm going down with the ship. You know what? If I get burned, then so be it. But I doubled down and got some plus money on Michigan State. So that was nice. Their post defense on Jackson Davis last night was, was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were hitting their three ball. They scored 80 points against a pretty good defensive Indiana team. So a great showing from Michigan State. They needed that win, too, because, you know, they're kind of on, like, the 10 line right now when you look at the bracketology. So that was a big win for them, beating a ranked team. And uh, that's a team, Aaron, you know, that I would I would keep an eye on in March because we know they're coached by Tom Izzo, but they have a veteran backcourt. They have a veteran team. And, you know, Izzo, it seems like he gets to a Final Four every three, four, five years, and he hasn't been there since 2019. So it feels like we're, we're kind of due for maybe another Michigan State Final Four run. Yeah, that is a great point. Plus, you have the boost of, you know, the camaraderie after you go through something devastating like this school did on their campus. You know, they have a little boost. I like that. Uh, This game was close. I did not double down. I wasn't, I was a little worried, but I didn't panic. You know, it was, it was a little scary early. Indiana jumped out to an early lead and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And then we started texting like, let's go Sparty. And then I'm thinking, gosh, did we just jinx it? Maybe I shouldn't text about it anymore because we need this one to hit. 
So with the loss, Indiana falls to 19 and nine overall on the season, 10 and seven in Big Ten play. So up next, Gurch, Indiana playing. Purdue. So that'll be a big one that we'll we'll look to uh, as the week goes on. But PJ, I got to get to the takeaways here. I love the idea and had one of those overtime bets hit, I would have been like, wow, this is my new favorite bet. But it's kind of like predicting home runs. It's a long shot and that's why you get 12 to 1 on it. But bummer for me. Oh, for two tough, on those. Tough. I thought Tennessee and AM, Aaron. I thought we had a shot at it. That game was like a one point game with like 25 seconds left. I thought maybe we had it. I'm looking at the college slate now from yesterday, and there was only one game that went to overtime Missouri and Mississippi State. So it's obviously tough. There's a reason the odds are what they are. I just thought it was a good night. Last night, you had a bunch of spreads. We were talking about that throughout the show that were like one and a half, two, right. two and a half. And you figure those games would be close. That Tennessee A&M game was close. Marquette Creighton was close. Xavier Villanova was close. I mean, there were a yeah. ton of close games last night. That Mississippi State game, though, was the only one that went to OT. But it's fun, isn't it? It kind of gives you a new perspective on how to watch a game because obviously when you're betting, you're really always rooting for one side, right? You're rooting for your team to cover and cash your ticket. When you're rooting for overtime, it's like, all right, game's tied, 30 seconds left. Now I want to miss. I don't want anybody to score. So it's it's kind yeah. of fun. but uh, you And it's something I want to pay attention to. Like how often do these OT games happen? Like you said, there was one yesterday, which that's still pretty good. Uh, I just bet on the two that didn't go to overtime. So let's go through some of those finals. As you mentioned, Villanova beat Xavier by just one point, 64-63. K-State, another team I have a future on. Let's go. Uh, Kansas State upset Baylor by 10 points, 75-65 in that one. And then Texas A&M beat Tennessee for the second straight time, PJ. Tennessee is a team I'm looking to fade. Something's going on. I can't figure it out. It's just, it's not looking good for the Bulls. Yeah, they're two and five in their last seven games. I, I want to say like two or three weeks ago, Ken Palm had them as their number one team. They were above Houston. Like the metrics love Tennessee, but their offense is really, I, I watched that whole game last night, Aaron. They really have one shooter and it's Santiago Vescovi. And even when he's on, they still struggle to score points. They just really don't have like that bucket getter that you need that you can consistently go to. And that's what's going to be their downfall because defensively they're fantastic. They rebound the ball well. That's what's going to obviously keep them in these games. And that's why they're the number 11 team in the country. But they really, really struggle to score offensively. And I agree with you. You know, in March Madness, you're going to have to win a bunch of different games in different styles, right? You might have to win one game in the low 60s. You might have to win another in the mid-80s. And I just don't Mm -hmm. know if Tennessee has that kind of capability. When they keep – 70 is Tennessee's magic number. When they keep teams under 70, they usually are pretty good. A&M had 68 last night, so they were right around that number. And you see what kind of happens. They lose the game, but – I'm with you. The Vols, you know, I like that they have veterans on their team. I like that they're battle-tested. I like their defense, but their offense is a big, big issue, and I just I don't see it getting better anytime soon. Yeah, maybe they should just stick to football. 
Oh no, I'm just kidding. That was me. All right, Miami end up beating Vatek 76-70. Marquette beat Creighton by just two points. That was a good one. And then the I love the West Coast game. San Diego State. I wondered, is this too many points? Nope. San Diego State crushed Colorado State 77-58. That number was not too big. Um, so just pretty good. It some really good games. I mean, I love this time of year. All these games were pretty tight for the most part. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, that, that Creighton-Marquette game was awesome. You know, Marquette's never won the Big East regular season title before. And right now they're in the driver's seat after that win last night. And uh, Creighton, so Marquette was up 10 late in that game. They were up 10 with like four minutes to go. Creighton made their run. They had a chance to hit a three with about 20 seconds left to take the lead. They missed it. But, you know, Marquette's offense is awesome. The way they spread the floor, the way they share the ball, they have good shooters. They're kind of anti-Tennessee on the offensive end. Like, they have a number of guys <laughs> that can get buckets and, and that you can count on. But the defense is the big question for them. You know, they're a team in March Madness traditionally that you like to fade because teams that are all offense, no defense in the tournament, tend not to do well. So, that, that would be the only thing I would worry about with Marquette. But obviously, Shaka Smart's been to a Final Four with VCU before. He knows what it takes to get there. He's got a good team. Uh, so I, I, do, I do think Marquette's an interesting one to monitor. Creighton as well. You know, Creighton's a team that their starting five is as good as anybody in the country, Aaron. But they don't have much depth. And at times, they can also struggle to score a little bit, which – you know, you wouldn't think because they really have so many scores all over the floor. So I can't wait for the Big East tournament. I think you can make a case for six teams that can win that tournament. You have the top five, yeah. UConn, Providence, Marquette, Creighton, and then and Xavier. And then Villanova, now that they're healthy and they're back, nobody wants to play Nova right now. That's, that's a team that it wouldn't surprise anybody if they won the Big East tournament. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm with you. I love the Big East, and it seems wide open. It's so much good competition. We'll get to tonight's college basketball card later in the show, but I want to turn our attention to something. It, it's 
it's a serious matter in college basketball. So do we need to fade Alabama? That's what I was asking myself this morning as I read more about what's coming out in this situation. But currently ranked number two, according to Ken Palm, is Alabama. But this situation is messy. And I am not impressed with what Alabama head coach Nate Oates had to say about it. So there's a player on the team that we know was involved in a murder in January. And now we're finding out, according to reports, that the best player on the team, Brandon Miller, Another Alabama player provided the gun, brought that gun to the scene of the murder. And he's a freshman. He could be a top 10 pick in the NBA draft. And authorities say that they couldn't charge Miller with anything. That's what the judge said. Like, there's just, he's not getting charged. And then Nate Oates, the head coach, was like, listen, I can't control what my players do off the court. Okay, I get it. But I doesn't it feel like we're just sweeping things under the rug here? I mean... Your star player literally handed his gun to someone who allegedly committed murder. I, I just I just find this to be a big deal. I think it's a bad look for this team. Could be some bad karma. I might be looking to fade Alabama here because this just has bad vibes written all over it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And they're on the road tonight against the South Carolina team. This opened at 18.5. It's already down to 17.5. That's a lot of points. Aaron, just imagine, though, them walking into that gym tonight, right? All the heckling that they're going to get. I'm sure there'll be some yeah. signs from the South Carolina fans. I just hate it for the other teammates, like all the distractions that this brings onto their team. They're having such a historical season. They're one of the favorites to win the national title. And now they kind of have this dark cloud looming over them. So the thing, too, with Alabama, they're not like a veteran team. A bunch of their best players are freshmen. So that's another thing. You know, if this was maybe a veteran team with a lot of seniors, juniors on it, you think that Leadership. maybe they could weather the storm a little bit, right? But, I mean, a lot of their best players, Jaden Bradley, Noah Clowney, Rylan Griffin off the bench, like these guys are true freshmen. So – and obviously, they've never had to deal with any of this before. It's the coach with the comments that he's made is receiving a ton of backlash. It's yeah, it's a bad situation. I mean, I was thinking about it. Imagine if Brandon Miller was just a walk-on and not like the best player on the team. Would what Oates said be different? Would he maybe punish him, kick him off the team? But it's kind of like, okay, we get it. What are you gonna do? You need this guy. So, ugh. I don't know. It's It just has you written all over it to me. In the NBA, Hawks head coach Nate McMillan was fired. Now, this situation is interesting as well because we've been hearing reports that Nate McMillan and Trey Young, they're having some beef. They're having some drama. They've had issues. I'm starting to wonder, and I kind of want to talk to some people, you know, off the record in the NBA, like, what's up with Trey Young? Because now this is two head coaches that you're butting heads with. Like, is the problem him? I mean, it, it might be, you know. And once you get two coaches that really don't like you, it might be. It's, you know, it's been a tough season for Atlanta. They have a ton of talent on that team. We remember when they made the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago. But it's the NBA, it's all about their stars. And, and if your coach doesn't get along with your star, if you're not winning games – you're probably if you don't have the resume of like a Greg Popovich, you know, you're, you're not you're not going to last very long. So it's unfortunate. It's going to be interesting to see who they hire next. And if Trey Young is so yeah. highly thought of in that organization that they kind of seek his advice, 
because we saw how that went down in Brooklyn where Durant and Kyrie were allowed to pick their guy a coach. They went with Steve Nash, and that was a terrible decision. And we've seen LeBron, the GM, make certain decisions for the Lakers. That has not gone well. So yeah. that's really my big question is, like, how big a factor is Trey Young going to play in the new head coaching search? Yeah, and I've got to think a lot of it is also talent, you know, on that team. I don't think this is all Nate McMillan's fault. I, I, I've got to believe that he'll find another job, maybe – not a head coaching job right away, but it's like the coaches always get the crappy end of the stick in these situations. It's the star player who tends to win. They've built the team around Trey Young, but Nate McMillan did bring that team to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago, as you said. So I just don't think he deserves all the blame. And if you've got a star player now having issues with a couple different coaches, come on, man. Like you got to take a look in the mirror at some point yourself, in my opinion. Yeah, I so it's, it's having be said that, do now that you know, I think the we're gonna see some NBA games back tomorrow from the All Star break. Do we think this will give the Hawks a boost? Absolutely. Sometimes we see teams get a boost, or is this a team you might want to fade? My my mom, her her uh, her dad, my grandfather was a major league umpire, and he always said, "You back." You back that team the day after they get rid of a coach, manager, always. Said so you always back. So that's always something I look for, regardless of sport, whatever it is. So the Hawks' first game, I will be backing them in their first game. Love it, love it. And then I thought this was interesting in the NFL. Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin spoke to the media, and uh, he hasn't talked to Lamar. So I'm sure we'll get into this story, the Lamar Jackson saga continues up next on the betql network betql daily presented by betmgm drastic changes could be coming for those who play madden we'll explain later and off the board next up andrew mcinnis of wager talk we're gonna do that hockey <laughs> 